Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in His kingdom. We are committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical science-backed lifestyle tips and information to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Thank you for joining us. Hello, everyone. How are you doing this morning? I know I usually bring you a podcast on Wednesdays and Fridays, but my schedule has been a little wonky the past few weeks, so forgive me. Today we're going to continue what I was talking about last Wednesday when we discussed whether or not God will heal us if we ask Him to. And today we're going to talk about what Scripture says about praying for healing. If you have been studying God's Word or trying Google searches to find Bible verses about praying for healing, you've probably noticed there's a lot in the Bible about people being healed, but it's hard to find specifics that tell us how to pray for healing. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I like to have a recipe that tells me exactly how to do something. And healing's no different. But God didn't exactly give us a recipe that shows us how to pray for healing. But you're going to find that he did give us some guidance. So we're going to open the best instruction manual of all, God's Word, and learn how to pray for healing. Because we're at a point in history where prayers for healing They're needed like never before. And I pray that this episode will help you understand how to do just that. We're going to start in James. And the first thing praying for healing involves is asking. James 4 verses 2b through 3 says, You don't have because you don't ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. It's absolutely human nature to want things, and in most cases, we want things for all the wrong reasons, healing included. I know, oy, the Holy Spirit has like run my heart raw, showing me some of the wrong motives that I've had when I've prayed for my own healing. But we can't let the fear of wrong motives stop us from praying for healing. No, no, no. We have to pray for healing and trust God who looks at and knows all hearts to answer accordingly. If you didn't listen to the episode about God answering our cries for healing, I've got the link to that in the show notes. But earlier in the New Testament, Jesus tells us also to ask, seek, 
and knock until we get an answer. And he finished by saying, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? It's Matthew 7, verses 7 through 11, where you find that entire passage. A huge part of how we pray for healing involves asking God until God answers. Even if you're unsure about what God wants, you ask until God answers. And if you're asking, seeking, and knocking, God will answer, and you will learn what he wants. So are you praying for healing, your own healing, that of a family member or friend, or for our world's healing? What healing are you praying for? And why are you praying for it? Friend, you pray for healing by asking, seeking, and knocking. Now we're going to go back to James and look at James 5 verses 13 through 16. They read, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praises. If anyone among you sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. That's James 5, 13 through 16. And the meaning of this passage is that in everything we should pray. We have another episode about praying about without ceasing as well that I'll link in the show notes. Whether we're ardently seeking God's face because of suffering due to sickness, hurt brought on by others, or because of gratitude and joy, in all, we seek God in prayer. But this is also the only place in the Bible that provides some instructions for how to pray for healing. But don't worry if your church doesn't have elders. God's not concerned with titles. If you're sick and you feel like you need to ask someone at the church to pray for you, go to whoever within your church's leadership the Holy Spirit's leading you to. Now, let's see what we can learn about how to pray for healing from these verses. There's four key things in this passage. Prayer, anointing, faith, and confession. And I want to start with anointing. If you go to your church leadership for prayer, they may anoint you with oil. I've also seen regular old Christians like you and I pray for people's healing and anoint them with oil because it's something that we see Jesus and his disciples do. Mark 6:13 is one reference to that. So if you're sick, have you gone to church leadership and asked them to pray for your healing? Why or why not? And if so, what did you learn? If you'd like to listen to another episode where, or to read more about sick people being anointed with oil, I have a link to Bible verses about the sick being anointed with oil. So now let's talk about the other three, confession, faith, and the actual prayer for healing. 
Praying for healing isn't about a specific method or technique. It's about dependence on God. You can pray sitting, standing, laying down, or kneeling, whatever you're comfortable with. When you pray for healing, it's not the posture of your physical body that matters. What matters is the posture of your heart. And this episode on praying for healing is based on the Lord's Prayer and the passages from James that we just talked about. So whether your praying for healing is new to you or you've been doing it for years and years, I pray that this information both helps and refreshes you, because it sure did me. The first thing is confession in healing. For many years, I thought sinning less would somehow heal me. (laughs) Ugh, you can totally see me like face palming right now. Why do our brains, or is it just my brain, struggle with things like this? And why do we think that we can do anything to fix our sin? I don't know. It's so beyond me, but I know that there have been more than one instances when I have tried. But the beauty of the gospel is that the moment we chose Jesus, our sins had a magic eraser taken to them, the eraser of Jesus's blood. This should bring us such comfort and reassurance. Yet, even though Jesus erased our sins, we still sin. We need to make confessing sin a regular part of our prayers, not just prayers for healing. And Jesus models this in the Lord's Prayer. And forgiveness is also foundational to Jesus' words in John 14, 14, where he said, If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Forgiveness also happened when Jesus healed people. Confession of sins is about humbling ourselves before God and recognizing our desperate need for Him. But it's also about recognizing the beautiful healing that Jesus provided when He died for our sins and rose to give us eternal life. I pray the beauty of confession and forgiveness becomes a healing balm to you. So, how does Jesus' work at Calvary, the place where he died for our sins, how does that work that he did there make you feel? In what ways has Jesus already healed you? And how have you seen salvation heal other people? Confession of sins doesn't guarantee physical healing. It guarantees something so much better. Eternal life with our Lord and Savior. The next thing is the faith side, healing in faith. Praying in faith, what it says in James 5.15, involves praying for healing and being confident in God, even if his answer is different than expected. You can listen to last Wednesday's episode that talks more about God's answer being different. All prayer, even prayer for healing, should include bold expectancy of God's answer, joined with great humility, because we realize we're powerless and totally dependent on God. And even when God's answer is different than we expected, we can trust His answer will always be what's best. I think that this is the beauty of what James said about the prayer of faith saving the one who is sick. 
What beautiful confidence we have when we place our faith in God and God alone. Think about the healing that you're praying for, whether this is yours or someone else's. Do you trust God's answer will be what's best? Why or why not? Have you ever had God answer a prayer for healing differently than expected? If so, what happened and what did it teach you? So now let's move to the last part, praying for healing. The church I attend, we teach a prayer model called TACOS, and I love how simple it is. It's also an easy model for teaching others how to pray. We use it in a class I lead called Disciple Equip, and it's one of my favorite. It's become truly one of my favorite ways to pray, but I've included a link in the show notes for you to access the TACO models because we're going to use it combined with what we've just talked about to shape our prayer for healing. It's based on the Lord's Prayer, and the TACO's model stands for thanksgiving, adoration, confession, others, and selves. How you pray for healing, it can be quite varied and often depends on the emotional connection that you have to the person that you're praying for. So I've written a prayer for healing that's customizable to who or what you're praying for. And the reason I wrote this is because not everyone knows how to pray for healing. And sometimes even those who know how to pray need a little guidance. I know sometimes it feels like my word bank runs dry. And when our hearts are overcome with grief, it can be nice to have a written prayer to guide us. So there's a link in the show notes so that you can download a copy of this prayer. It reads, and why don't we just pray it together? Lord God, thank you for dying for our sins and showing that you have power over sickness and death. You alone are our healer. You are the great physician. Lord God, I confess my need for you. Forgive me for trying to fix things myself. Father God, Fill in the blanks here with whoever it is that you're praying for that needs healing. Father God, our world needs healed and only you have the power to do this. Your word says the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick. And by faith, I'm asking you to heal our world. And Lord, I'm going to continue asking, seeking, and knocking for our world's healing. Please give me eyes to see and ears to hear your answer and help me bring you glory no matter how you answer. I trust you, Lord. I trust you in your powerful name. Amen. Make this prayer for healing your own and consider using any of God's names or characteristics in your prayer. Including scripture in prayer is also a great way to pray because it grows your understanding of the verse that you're praying with and aligns your prayer with God's will. You can find Bible verses about healing in the show notes and also some names of God and their meaning in the show notes. Friend, Jesus wants us to trust him for everything, and this includes trusting that he'll heal us, our loved ones, and our country or world. You matter to God. 
all people matter to God, and he wants his children to be healthy. God knows that physical sickness and disease make it harder for us to effectively serve him. And I know from personal experience just how hard it is to leave my house, go to church, and to serve God's people because of my health. And because God's answered my prayer for healing was that he wanted my sickness used to bring him glory, I have the privilege of depending on the Holy Spirit for strength to serve God's people. Remember, God answers each of our prayers differently and based on what he knows we need. You can read more about how God answers prayers for healing at the link that I put in the show notes. That was last Wednesday's episode. No matter whose healing you're praying for, God will answer. Trust him, my friend, and trust that no matter how God answers, it'll be the perfect answer. I want to leave you with the New Living Translation of Philippians 4.6 and encourage you to meditate on it and ask the Holy Spirit to help you live out these words from Paul. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And my prayer for you is John 3, uh, 3 John 1, 2. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. God bless, my friends. God bless.